0: Amen. I'm so blessed to see all of you gathered here, most especially those of you worshiping with us for the first time. May God bless you. Somebody sitting beside you, if you've not seen the person before, just tap the neighbor and say, it's good to see you here. Amen. Let's go to Genesis chapter 22. Genesis chapter 22, verse 1 to 3, then we'll move from 9 to 18. In Genesis chapter 2, verse 1 to 3, the Bible said, Now it came to pass after these things that God tested Abraham, and said unto him, Abraham, he said, and he said, Here am I. Then he said, Take now your son, your only son Isaac, whom you love, and go to the land of Moriah, and offer him there as a burnt offering on one of the mounds, Of which I shall tell you. So Abraham rose early in the morning and settled his donkeys and took two of his young men with him and Isaac, his son. And he split the wood for the burnt offering and arose and went to the place of which God had commanded him. Verse number nine said that it came to pass. And then they came to the place of which God had commanded him. Did you read that sentence? Read it with me. He said what? Well, then they came to the place of which God had commanded him. And Abraham built an altar there and placed the wood in order. And borne Isaac his son and laid him on the altar upon the wood. And Abraham stretched out his hand and took the knife to slay his son. But the angel of the Lord called to him from heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. So he said, here am I. And he said, do not lay your hand on the Lord or do anything to him. For now I know that you fear God. Since you have not withheld your son, your only son from me. Then Abraham lifted up his eyes and looked and there behind him was a ram caught in the ticker of his horn. So Abraham went and took the ram and offered it up for a burnt offering instead of a son and Abraham called the name of the place the Lord will provide, say to your neighbour the Lord will provide. As it is said to this day, in the mount of the Lord it shall be provided. Then the angel of the Lord called Abraham a second time out of heaven. And said, by myself I have sworn, say the Lord, because you have done this thing and have not withheld your son, your only son. Blessing, I will bless you. And multiplying, I will multiply your descendants as the stars of the heavens and as the sun which is on the seashore. And your descendants shall possess the gate of their enemy. In your seed, all nations, all the nations of the earth shall be blessed, and because you have wored, obeyed my voice. Let's read the eight to get eighteen together. Let's read it. Let's go. In your seed, all the nations of the earth shall be blessed, because you have obeyed my voice. Praise the Lord. Uh, There is the voice of God, when we look at the subsequent, I'm ministering on the subject: just obey God. Tell your neighbor, just obey God. Tell him with an attitude, tell your neighbor, just obey God. You understand that the voice of God came to him the first time. The first time it was a request. The first time was a request. The second time was a blessing. Anytime you comply, you conform, you follow the word of God, there is a voice that will come back to you. The same voice I called you will come back to you. Tell your neighbor, it will come back to you. One of the things I want to establish before I move on is following the voice of God or obeying God is not easy. And most often we refuse to understand that following God is one of the most difficult tasks, but because He will give us the grace for it, it makes it more easier. But to follow man, you know how complex is it. Much more to follow God, the child of God, or the servant of God, or the the Christian. How much name you? Uh, how the name? How the name, come out as a Christian or as a child of God, as a Christian, as a believer, we have to come, we, we are people who have come from God. Before you can be called a child of God, you are born again and now you have accepted the Lord as your Savior. And anybody who sees a Christian is somebody who have had an encounter with God. So before you call yourself a Christian, it means you have had a level of encounter with God. This is this encounter means that you have been chosen and sent by God to represent Him. A person who walks with God, that is who a Christian is, lives in the fellowship and carries the mark of His presence. A person who lives for God and His will, whose whole being is perverted and ruled by the glory of god a person whose heart and life god has taken the right place as all in all so if you call yourself a christian and the lord has not taken total custody of your soul of your heart of your whole being it means you have not yet come to the point of realization that you have become born and born again all, your only desire is to gratify the glory and honor the word of God. That you, you yourself, you, or everything you do in your life is just to please God. When you gave your life to God, you said, you are going to become my Lord. The Lord means like a master. In the Old Testament, we call it the, my Lord. My Lord means your highness. It means there is a superior authority over you. And when you become a Christian, what you are saying is that I am getting ready to comply with your voice. If only you have decided to follow him, obeying the voice of God or obedience to his voice is what you have to commit to. In Luke chapter 11 verse 26 to 28 the Bible talks about, a man, Jesus was talking about how demons are prayed. How people feel it with an unclean, unclean spirit are prayed. And it said that if one goes out, he goes around and looks around and he sets around. And if he doesn't find anything to do, he comes back with more amnesia. He comes back with more stronger ones than him. But in the verse number 27, 28, the Bible says something I want to share with you. The Bible said, and it happened as he spoke these things, that a certain woman from the crowd raised her voice and said unto him, Blessed is the womb that bore you and ble- and the breast that nursed you. The verse number 28 is where I want to dwell. It said that, but he said, Jesus said, more than that, blessed are those who hear the word of God and keep it. The word keep them means to comply, to conform. I want you to understand that the greatest thing you can do for God is to obey Him. And the worst thing you can do as a believer is disobey Him. Praise the Lord. To obey, to keep the Word of God means a continuous or continuously observing it, conforming, complying, and obeying without any reservation or hesitation. The reason why He's speaking to us is that He knows the end from the beginning. And I want you to understand that if you have this assurance as you walk with God and you have this reassurance in the word of God that my place in God is to obey him. It doesn't matter what somebody is doing. It doesn't matter what somebody is saying. If you have decided to follow God as a personal conviction that God had an encounter with you, and it's a spiritual birth, like Nicodemus in John chapter 3, he said, how can I be born again? It's this bet is more spiritual than physical. And if you have entangled yourself with the things of God, then you have to disentangle yourself with the things of this world. It is a personal choice that is why we are going to be judged that is why we are going to be we are going to be dealt with individually praise the lord why must i obey god we started by saying that jesus called us to obey to to obedience he called us he set the example he set the perimeters for us to be able to understand that obeying god is possible Number two, we said obedience is an act of our worship. You can't be telling me you are a Christian and you can't obey God. You don't obey his word. And I told you the third point is that God's word provides, when you obey God, there is a reward. Say there is a reward. The second voice came to Abraham because it came to reward him. And I pray that this day the voice of reward will come to you i don't think you understood what i said i said the voice of god will come and reward you in genesis chapter 28 22 verse 18 it said in your seed all nations of the earth shall be blessed because you have obeyed my voice i pray that your your obedience will be blessing for your generation your amen is too weak i said god is about to bless your children because you have chosen to obey him number four, we said obedience to God proves our love for God. If you love God, he said, if you love me, keep my commandment. The word keeps me comply to observe continuously without any reservation or hesitation or procrastination. Praise the Lord. It is a decision you make for yourself. Not any man can make for you. That is why when Jesus was giving uh, Peter a child, he said, Peter, do you love me? He said, yes. He said, take care of my lamb. It's a personal decision. Praise the Lord. So if you love God and you so say that you love God, you've had an encounter with God. Abraham has had an encounter with God. How did I father he listened to God? That demonstrated his love for God. Don't be deceived by somebody who doesn't love the things of God. When you love something that belongs to God, you protect it, you preserve it. You make sure that it has been protected. You make sure that it has been held and passed to the next generation. And that is how much you love it. Point number five was said, obedience to God demonstrates our faith in God. Your faith faith. Sometimes when the word faith is used, I want you to expatriate it and I want you to understand that faith is hoping with substance. Abraham didn't know what God's plans are, but he has faith in God that the same God who gave it to me is able to bless me more than I can even think. And if he's asking for it, he's got a reason why. And I want to hope for whatever reason he's making me give out my son. Praise the Lord. And I told you last week, I said, if there was anybody who has got substantial, tangible reason to give, why he, Abraham, Abraham has got so much reason why he would not be able to give Isaac up in the natural realm. So much reason. Come and tell your neighbor, so much reason. And I did emphasize last week, I told you that giving a logic reason to a spiritual event doesn't make it right. Praise the Lord. How can it be that Moses was being instructed by God, having flee from Egypt, he ran away because he, he left Egypt because he was scared of his own life, because Pharaoh was looking to kill him. And he had an encounter with a God who told him, there is a place I want you to go, not any other place but Egypt. Most of the time when we are told to go back to Egypt, we deny it. If you want to walk with God, then you have to master saying yes Lord praise the Lord anybody who encountered God when you go into logic reasoning they shouldn't have taken that step Cedric Meshad and Abednego could have logically they should have said no we can't we would deny Jesus we will deny the Lord but they held on praise the Lord all right let's start from point number six obedience is better than sacrifice do now or forever hold your peace that is how i summarize it to be this phrase or clause was established by when samuel had an encounter with Saul. and one of the things that this expression teaches me it tells me that you do it now for god or no substitute but most often than not What Abraham could have said to God, I've got Ishmael who is there. Ishmael is there in the first place because he's not even a a child bet with love. He was not a child bet with the seed of love. Because Abraham was able to give birth to Ishmael, not because of the seed of love. The love of the life of Abraham was Sarai. Praise the Lord. And sometimes it's easy to give when you have abundance. This saying can only be understood from the Old Testament perspective. The law required the Israelite people to offer sacrifice to God. But those sacrifices and offering were never intended to take the place of obedience. When God gives you instruction, I want you to come to church. You must comply to it. When i was coming here if you if you don't want to miss your flight it is not only good to be at the airport on the day of your traveling but it's also good to be there the time of your traveling praise the lord if your flight is on monday it doesn't mean that any day of monday you go you get your flight it means that when you get there on monday and get there according to the designated time prescribed specified time you will meet your flight and that is how the flight of god is the word of god comes for a season and sometimes if you don't obey it within that season you lose the mark somebody who could have denied god's right god's privilege of saving man was was what what do you call of mary mary has so much reason He said, could you just wait for me to have some good time with with Joseph, then I'll come back to you, God, for you to do what you want to do. But he didn't say that he gave it to God at the time of her virginity. Praise the Lord. (laughs) Most of us want to follow God when we are in our old age. He said, remember thy creator in the days of thy youth, because the time is coming. Tell your neighbor obey him when he wants you to obey him. The Bible said that the prescription given to Abraham is I want you to give me your son. And the Bible said in the verse number 3 of the chapter chapter 22, the Bible says, So Abraham rose up early in the morning and settled his donkeys and took two young men. Young men means people who will support him to achieve that motive. He didn't want to give room for any excuse if you are taking your old men maybe they wouldn't be able to carry some of the things but he gave god the strength that will push him tell your neighbor no excuse come on say no excuse if you want to the bible said that Saul was given instruction to go and kill the the enemy and the Bible said, when he went there, he said he killed some things and saved some things he was supposed to kill. This expression also makes me to understand that partially obeying God is also disobedience. Tell your neighbor partially obeying God is also disobedience. Praise the Lord. Put your hands together for Jesus. Amen. In 1 Samuel chapter 15 verse 22 to 23 the Bible said for Samuel said as the Lord has great delight in burnt offering and sacrifice as in obeying the voice of God the Lord behold to obey is better than sacrifice and to heed than the fat of the ram for a rebellion for rebellion is and war.'" Is as the sin of the world of witchcraft. And stubbornness is an iniquity and adultery. Because you have rejected the word of the Lord, he also has rejected you from being a king. Praise the Lord. If there is something that the believer must treasure, should be the word of God. I was looking at how to learn the bible how to study the bible and sometimes studying the bible become knowledge base getting ourselves familiarized and acquainted with the scriptures but studying the word of god is not just knowing the scriptures it's about knowing and conforming so that the volume of what you know determines your attitude most of them, we study the Bible to know how to right. It said, for without love, how do you claim to love God and you hate your enemies? It's in the Bible. You know that story, but how many people do you hate? The volume of what you know determines your, detail, determines your behavior. If you know it, you have to keep it. Tell your neighbor, if you know it, keep it. There is no point in knowing and not complying to it. So to obey is better than what? Sacrifice. And I want you to understand that obeying God is also obeying those who follow him. Paul said that, follow me as I follow what Christ. The Bible said in Ephesians, it says, some have been relieved, given apostleship. Some have been called as prophet to perfect the sin for the work of the ministry. So when the pastor tells you to do something, you just obey. You are not obeying the man, you are obeying the what? The God. Praise the Lord. (laughs) Tell your neighbor, obey. As a pastor, anytime I do something contrary to the word of God, people say, how can he be a pastor? How can you say this is a Christian? Because the Christian is a symbolism of what the Word of God says. He's the one he, we are the embodiment of His Word. We are the living Word. We're walking. If you think following God is easy, then you entered into the wrong contract. It is something that will break your innermost being. It will make you feel like, God, if I don't get you to strengthen me, I can't do it. And that is what Jesus expressed in Gethsemane. There is a point you get to call your breaking point. And if the Lord does not come in to strengthen you, you can't obey God. It is a decision you do. Tell your neighbor, just obey him. No substitute point number seven we we'll finish right now disobedience leads to sin and death point number seven disobedience leads to sin and death when we look at the story of the one i just read to you in, in samuel in second first samuel the bible said he said in the verse number first samuel chapter 15 verse 23 the last sentence says that it. It he it said because you have rejected the word of the Lord. He also has rejected you from being a king. It talks about terminating. It means cutting short. Cutting the lifespan of his kinship. Praise the Lord. Most of us have lost things we shouldn't have lost because we disobeyed God. I would decide, and I have decided to make a decision when I decided to follow Christ. I said, now the life that I live is no longer high. It's a decision. It has nothing to do with whether the other person is complying or not. That is why you need strength from above. We've got husbands waiting for the wife to behave in a certain way for them to obey God. There was a requirement given to a husband that said, Husband, I don't want you to submit to your wife because you can do that, and I don't want you to do that. I want you to love your wife. And I'm not giving you this instruction in ambiguity. I want you to love your wife as Christ loved the church. And wives, I don't want you to love your husband, but I want you to submit to them. And when you, I'm not saying obey, I want you to understand that it is very difficult. But he will give us a strength to go through. When you are doing operation, I did opre- I've never done operation reading really, properly, but I did a little one. On my toe. And they were supposed to take, this my small toe, they had to take tone knee off because it, it wasn't growing properly and they wanted it to have a uniform growth so they did what they took it off but before they can do that it was really excruciating really painful so they had to inject it with something to cushion the pain call anastasia or what do you call it anastasia praise the lord put your hands together for yourself somebody <laughs> If I want my toe to grow properly, I need to take it off. But I can't take it off without any cushioning to take, to subdue the pain. And what Jesus does when he strengthens you, he takes the pain away for you to go through it. I am not saying that following God is easy. It becomes more difficult when fleshly you can do something about it but you do nothing it's just like Jesus Christ calling from the the high priest and accusing him falsely accusing him and placing allegations on him he could defend himself but he kept quiet <laughs> somebody who was so perfect with words so much that they call him word was quiet and sometimes For the sake of Christ, you have to be quiet. Not because you can't talk, but because you want to obey God. There are times when people accuse you, you have to be quiet. Because no amount of explanations would justify it. People want to believe whatever they want to believe. So you better stick with trusting God and obeying God. If I'm looking for God and I can locate a Christian, I will find God. Tap your name and say, <laughs> he's talking to us. In Romans chapter 5 verse 19 is for, for us by one man disobedience, many were made sinners. So also by one man's disobedience, many be made righteous. I want to jump because of child. Let's go to point number eight. Through obedience, we experience the blessings of the holy living. Through obedience, we experience the blessings of holy living. The more we allow the Holy Spirit to transform us from within—say, within—we grow in holiness. This is known as a process of sanctification which can also be described as spiritual growth the more we read god's word spend time with jesus and allow the holy spirit to change us from within come and say from within the more we grow in obedience and holiness as christians The Bible said in Genesis chapter 22 verse 18, it said that in your seed all nations shall be blessed. It carries the blessings of God. In Psalm 119 verse 1 to 8, it said that how blessed and favored by God are those whose way is blameless. Those, let's go to the amplifier. Amplify Psalm 119, verse 1 to 8. It said, How blessed and favored by God are those whose way is blameless, whose with personal integrity, the upright and the guiltless, who walk in the law and who are guided by the precept and reveal the will of God. Blessed and favored by God are those who keep his testimony. And who consistently seek Him and long for Him with all their heart. They do no unrighteousness, they walk in His ways. You have ordained your precepts that we should follow them with careful diligence. Oh, that my ways may be established to observe and to keep your status obediently, accepting and honoring them. Then I will not be ashamed when I look with respect to all your commandment as my guide. I will give thanks to the Lord. I will give thanks to the Lord. To you with all. I will give all thanks. I will give thanks to you with an upright heart. When I lean through discipline, say discipline. If you want to follow God, you need discipline. I didn't know that. I've been taught to pray and study the word of God every day. I thought it was easy, but anytime you want to follow God, you need discipline. But nobody told me that. I would have picked that ingredient. First. Before you study the word of God, pick the ingredient of discipline also. Praise the Lord. Now, I want to preach to somebody in the few minutes. There is no blessedness in the hearing or knowing God's word apart from keeping it. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And I ask myself, I should have done what I said I would do. Let's get ourselves detached from the outside well and make sure all phones are off. Praise the Lord. Tap your neighbor and say, check yours and make sure it's not ringing again. It is not just knowing or hearing that makes a change. The word of God is nothing if it be not kept or obeyed or done. It is unproductive when it is not obeyed. When you hear and you don't obey, it makes it what? Unprofitable. It makes it what? Lack so much. It makes it insipid. It makes it tasteless. Praise the Lord. In John chapter 14, verse 15 to 16, give me a few minutes, we have communion. The Bible said, if you love me, keep my commandments. And I will pray that the Father, and he will give you another helper. That he, that's what, he may abide with you forever. He said, if you love me, keep my commandments. I love what the twenty-one says of the chapter fourteen. He says, "He who has my commandment and keep them, it is he who loves me, and he who who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I will love him and manifest myself to him." Praise the Lord god wants to manifest himself to you when you begin to obey him when god manifests himself to you it means he glorifies himself in your life praise the lord in in in, in 20 chapter 20 uh, chapter 14 verse 22 23 it said "Judas, not not discouraged said to him lord how is it that you will manifest yourself to us And not to the world. And Jesus answered and said unto him, If any man loves me, he will keep my word. And my father will love him. And he and we will come to him and make our home with him. The world doesn't know, so they can't do it. Or better put, the world can know about it, but they don't follow it. But the difference between the Christian and the worldly people is that the believer has had it and is complying to it. Praise the Lord! Because you've had it and you comply to it, you shall be like a plant planted by the riverside. It'll get to a point where you begin to melt. But the Bible says, because you are in obedience, you will walk strong and do exploit in the bible said in the book of james chapter chapter 1 verse 22 25 it said but be but be doers of the word not just what hearers deceiving yourself when you master hearing and thinking that you are you are not there is the doing to the hearing praise the lord for if anyone is a hearer of the word and do not and not a doer is like a man observing his natural face in a mirror. For he observes himself, goes away and immediately forgets what kind of man he was. But he who looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues in age and is not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work which one will be blessed in what he does praise the Lord I came to announce to somebody under the sound of my voice that God is calling somebody to the place of obedience the first virtue of Abraham that I want you to imitate that I want us to learn is the dust docility and the willingness to obey or to be taught by god when the believer comes to god you must have the consciousness that there are things you don't know so when god speaks to you don't use your ignorance to limit what god is willing to do in your life because god is saying that when you come to me you have to be willing to detach yourself from the things that you used to know that are not true before a child can mature and learn properly you have to come to the point as a student there are some people that know some things when you are in primary school you'll be told that three minus two is one you'll be told that it is possible but when you are in primary school you could also be told that one minus nine and you will tell your teacher it is not possible possible but when you begin to mature in your learning and you move forward you don't tell your teacher in the secondary school that 9 minus 10 is not possible it is possible tell your neighbor it is possible ah the worldly people want you to understand that you have to get some qualification to be able to be great but the bible said that the stone that the builders rejected the bible said the same stone became the cornerstone i am here to prophesy to somebody under the sound of my voice that god wants to move you to the next level he wants to move you to the place of possibility when men say there is no way he will make a way where there seem to be no way I am here to tell somebody under the sound of my voice God is not interested in taking away your Isaac but because he wants to do some things in your life he's taking away your Isaac to give you the greater things the Bible says he will take your trouble to bless you I came to tell somebody under the sound of my voice that if you are ready to obey God you shall see the glory of God your neighbor and say get ready to obey The reason why your friends are telling you not to obey god is just like the apostles telling jesus you are so important you can't die on the cross." but they didn't know that god has got a better plan for jesus when jesus allowed himself to die when men told jesus not to die because they were limited by their understanding the reason why people are telling you not to follow god is that they can't see the things god is seen about you but I prophesy upon the life of somebody that the best is about to come out of you maybe there is something good in you it is not enough for God he wants to perfect everything in your life but you have to give away your good to get perfected tap your neighbor and said move into obedience Uh, in proverbs chapter 3 verse 5 to see the bible said trust in the lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding in all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your part i prophesy upon your life that may god give you a new strength every fear that hesitates you in moving into the fullness of his word i prophesy for a new strength over you may he strengthen your feeble knees in the mighty name of Jesus every part of your life that is ready by divinity for a change I pray that may you obey the voice that carries your change in the name of Jesus I prophesy upon your life that before the end of this year God will turn your weeping into dancing because you chose to obey God he said because you have obeyed me. I will glorify myself. I prophesy upon your life that you hear the voice of God the second time and it's about to put laughter in your mouth. In the name of Jesus. Come on tap your neighbor and say take his word serious. Stand on your feet. Stand on your feet. I want you to hold the hand of somebody here because uh, this style of being Christians uh, and having yourself separated in obedience to the voice of God you want to get yourself detached from it Uh, lift up your right hand lift up one of your hold the hand of your neighbor and any hand that is free lift it up Uh, say my God my father from today baptize me in the obedience realm come and begin to pray for your neighbor come and begin to pray for them god give me strength god give me strength i want to obey you i want to honor you when the doctor said my disease is incurable may i believe you and trust you in the name of jesus by the power of the holy ghost i remember many months ago I spoke about somebody who knows this about eating feet. The Lord just spoke to me. He said, you are entering into a deeper walk. Obedience to God is what will cause you to cross Jordan. Because you want to obey God. I pray that may you not follow God partially, but may you follow him completely and totally. Amen. Every part of our life that have received permanency of disobedience to his voice, may God renew our mind. In Jesus' name. Amen. Put your hands together for Jesus.